0: I'm Eric's mom, and I must admit I'm not too pleased with him and his friend Joel, because sometimes I understand they're kind of vulgar. But as a feminist, I see they're speaking from their heart, and trying to become more enlightened men. Belt a two-man memoir, Joel. Yes, Eric. I've been thinking a lot lately. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking That's a lot. Good. I've been thinking a lot about one man, one man, and one man only. One man who is occupied my very flesh all these many years I'm jealous I cannot escape this man Mm -hmm. and this man's name is Tink 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 Longshank Tink Longshank his name is Tink Longshank Tink Longshank I love you already where are you? you're in Eric's mind let me tell you about old Longshank Longshank now you may sit down on a Sunday and watch an NFL football game and you'll see someone like Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers I hate football actually you know what a football is. I do, and you've seen a game. I've caught a ball once or twice. You've caught a ball once or twice, and they're they're the quarterback. Yes, especially the NFL is yeah. the golden man. The golden man. The golden man. The man who is tall and handsome and elegant and rarely gets his uniform dirty. Yes, but you are the golden man. You were a quarterback. You are a football star. What many people who don't know the game intimately do not know is uh-huh. that these quarterbacks spend. Almost all of their time in the game and in practice with the back of their hand very close, nudged very closely to the crotch. The crotch of the center. Oh, this is very exciting. So
1: So it's like it's like a porn, a giant porn set. Back of hands if, next to the crotches. If, if, if
0: backhanding testicles is your idea of porn, that is porn. It is porn. So why really do you have to th- make I really this... I that's this, a porn market that's not been explored. I think
1: we need... We can become really rich if we just develop this niche of porn, like backhanded... Backhanded ball,
0: stimulation.
1: Backhanded ball stimulation. Yeah. But acknowledging it as opposed to, like, being frightened of it. Well, and as opposed... Yeah. So, like, why... First well, of all, do you really think there's a big distinction between the backhand and, like, if you would just
0: grab the balls of... I imagine we're talking about a, long shank's
1: Longshank's um, balls.
0: Is th- that correct? I think there's a massive distinction between putting the back of my hand against <laughs> long, the balls of long shank and cupping the balls of long shank. Oh, cupping. It's very beautiful. I really believe— So you never got to cup his balls, even though you really wanted to. I think the palm of the hand is much more sensitive and nuanced and subtle. Than the back of the hand.
1: You would have been a better friend to Tink Longshank if you had cupped his balls. But instead, you only you deprived him. I only him. gave
0: him the back of my hand. You only gave him the back of your hand. I that, backhanded was him.
1: that was mean. So here's what happens. You didn't really love him. You didn't really care for him as a friend. You only gave him the back
0: of your hand. My love for him was a facade. It was like a backhanded slap. Longshank, if you're listening right now, I'm sorry if I deceived you. My affection wasn't as deep yes. as you might have thought. But here's what happens. Here's what happens. The center squats down mm-hmm. in front of the quarterback. Yes. And the quarterback must squat not quite as lowly um, and put his, the back of his hand on the ball sack of the center. And the center then snaps the ball back. Now, to get a good snap, you have to sort of firmly <laughs> press against the ball sack, but not too firmly. Right. Now, here's the thing about... Why,
1: why can't you press firmly on the ball sack?
0: Well, you it's can you can exciting. answer that question yourself. So Longshank had yes. very, had very symmetrical testicles if I recall correctly. Oh, that's nice.
1: And here's here's why like a perfect man like like um like drawn up by Leonardo, like everything's symmetrical. His arms and his balls were like proportional to the to his brain and his muscles and his legs and I his arms. I once
0: found Longshank reading the notebooks of Leonardo da Vinci and doodling while po- he was snapping he snapping was he was the football. He one was no. like, he was well, like, no one, no one can do that, but he would, he would steal away <laughs> during study hall with, with a, with a pink highlighter and, oh, a and pink highlighter. And he would draw like little vortices. So that's not very heteronormative. Well, is I, it? I, was I, that allowed? I'm, I'm obviously just fantasizing okay, that. I, that I, don't know if, I don't know if he really did it. Yes. But one thing we all need to know about long shank. Yes. So part of being a football player was to show that you did not care about hygiene. Oh. So, so why is that? So you're more of a man you're more if you're of a stinky. Man, you're more of a man if you're stinky. You're not a perfume fancy boy. Oh. You get all stinky. So, so
1: women are supposed to smell good, and men are supposed to smell like
0: garbage? Well, I think it's more men are okay to smell like animals. We're animals. We're, we're expected to be beasts. We're beasts. We're hairy. We're hairy. I mean, every morning we have to face our beasthood when we shave.
1: And our balls are supposed to be symmetrical, but stinky at the same time. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Symmetrical, (laughs) stinky balls. If if I had a son- That are also hairy. If I had a son, that's what I would say. You know what it means to be a man? To have symmetrical and stinky balls. That's manhood. So yes. Well, so Longshank was especially notorious for not bathing. Yeah. So here's something we have to get straight. Yes. For the first three days of practice during a week of practice, yeah. we would wear our full uniforms, mm-hmm. which means we wear football pants. Football which pants. are kind of thick nylon. nylon. And then, then you have a butt That pad. doesn't, th- okay, first of all, nylon doesn't allow
1: your balls or the rest of your body to properly breathe. You got to go with cotton, man, especially in the South. Like this is, you know, if there's going to be the horrors of slavery and all the cotton picking that's happened here, at the very least you can do is wear cotton
0: pants. That's really been my problem.
1: Yeah, if you had worn cotton pants, your balls would have been happier. You would have been able to cup um, Tink Longshanks' balls, and without any regret, his balls would have sang in like glory, <laughs> I, and like and was snapped so much easier. And you guys would have won infinitely more games, and we, you would have been an even larger football
0: hero than you are. We bamboozled our loins. You bamboozled your loins. I love it. We did. It's sad. We did. If we had worn cotton, things would have been a lot different. That's In true. any case, we wore nylon and butt pads. Butt pads. Butt what pads. Is, why would you wear a butt pad, Eric? Well, think about it. If you're out on the football field, someone might knock you down, and you yep. might fall on your buttocks, and yes. you don't want to break your coccyx. Your coccyx. So you need a I'd say it was about five inches long, two inches wide, um, plastic covered in a kind of foamy material. Foamy and you, you material. just slide it right down to cover your butt crack. So this also is like a guard. It was of, a guard for the for quarterback. When I would put my hand in the crotch of long shank, I had the protection of butt pad and nylon. So you couldn't properly grab his balls by cupping them. I nor, could, I could nor not backhand cu- his ball sack. During those days of practice,
1: nor could you like immediately start with your like coccyx and I'm um, rather your cock pressed against his balls and his ass. You could not properly like engage in like some like beautiful man love, some like hot anal sex because the butt pad
0: was in the way. Well, that that's was, very sad. That was not really on my mind, but I do think that there might be a market for butt pad porn butt <laughs> as pad well porn. as backhand. But porn. you need a, a hole in
1: the butt pad,
0: or maybe not. Or maybe not. I would expect more creativity from you. That's
1: true. You need... The butt pad is there, and then it's the process of removal. Possibly.
0: Yes. Different colored butt pads, different textures of butt pad. Mm -hmm. In any case, Thursday practice was what we call light practice, which means only gym shorts and underwear. Oh. And and Longshank... The beautiful day. ...would not have laundered his underwear, nor would he have laundered his (laughs) cotton... Gym shorts. Also, he did have cotton ones. So when I would put my backhand into his crotch for the snap, yeah. I took away more than the ball. I took away a deep Tink stench <laughs> that to this very day haunts my pores. It's very nice. So
1: Tink's ball sack is inside you. The stench of
0: penetrated my epidermis. That's because
1: he was allowed to wear cotton. The butt the butt pad was removed, and that allowed his
0: balls to breathe cotton properly Cotton is the and fabric sweat. of intimacy. Yes, <laughs> this
1: is very nice. So
0: the, so the loins were happier in the soiled cotton.
1: They were, and yeah. you were happier because you at least were able to graze his balls. Yeah, and it was it was normalized in a way. It was okay somehow.
0: So let's think about football. Yes. So when I would take that snap from Tink, yeah, Long Shank. I, as quarterback, would initiate the kind of offense we ran known as the wishbone. The wishbone. The what wishbone. Is, what is the wishbone, The well, wishbone is a rather complicated offense that requires three different decisions at every snap. You can either give the ball to a running back, you can run the ball yourself, or you can pitch it to someone else. Or you can be wishing that you would be boning Tink Longshank. That's another porn market. It is. The wishbone market. The wishbone market. Yes, Football porn. So I'm just thinking about all the ways that football... Yes. um, On the one hand, as you are suggesting, has what we might call homoerotic elements... For sure. Such as the quarterback in the center. But not only that, you're tackling other men, you're Mm -hmm. taking them to the ground, you're hugging each other after a score, you're you're slapping each other's asses, you're taking showers together, you're talking naked after the shower. Mm -hmm. These are all parts of football, but yet football is seen as one of the most manly activities that one can undertake.
1: So you're supposed to be straight. And like your straightness has to be louder because of all this homoeroticism all over the place. So you're not allowed to acknowledge it. You have to make the distinction between the cupping of the balls and the grazing the balls with the the pores of the backhand of your hand.
0: The backhand is the essential barrier between homosexuality and heterosexuality when it comes to football.
1: And the butt pad. And the butt
0: pad and the nylon and the n- nylon. Yes, that's right. These these yep. are the, these are the safeguards of heteronormativity. Football would football. not be
1: football would not be possible without the butt pad and the invention
0: of nylon. Here's Connor Mertens, the first active college football player to come out publicly about his bisexuality.
2: From such a young age, especially in the community that I grew up in, uh, it's ingrained in you uh, the definition of masculinity, and especially uh, coming from a sort of Friday night lights town where sports is dominance and sports is the most, you know, that is the social hierarchy and, uh, the social glue that holds communities together. People see each other only on Friday nights under the lights playing football. And, um, so it was a religion. It was a culture and it was this entire thing that, um, kind of engulfed my whole existence. And, uh, unfortunately when you know you when that is your reality and, and you believe that sports has that power which it does sports is very powerful and I, and I love talking about the power of sports if it's used correctly but when it's used in a negative uh a way to police gender and put police norms and um it's just it becomes this unhealthy thing and and what i noticed was um when i was in the closet and playing football or any sport, Well, regardless of the sport, sports were my escape, but at the same time, um, locker room culture and all these other things, you constantly have this thing in the back of your mind that, you know, uh, did I just say the thing that outed me? Does, they have to know now. Like, I, I just gave it up. That was that was the thing. You know, the way that I just uh, tripped and fell right there, or I, I wasn't manly enough. Or, like, uh, my my gait, my running gait is too feminine or, or you know, any of these things that no one thinks about, uh, well, not no one, clearly, but, um, that a lot of people don't have to, aren't burdened with thinking about, um, it weighs you down. It physically weighs you down and, and you can't focus on your sport and you can't focus on excelling and succeeding if, if those things are clouding your, your perception and, and occupying your, your mental capacity. And, uh, clearly the, the year after I came out was my best year of football ever. I, I was more confident than I'd ever been. I wasn't sitting there thinking about, you know, how I was about to out myself. What I was thinking about was getting in shape, making the field goal, um, you know, making the tackle, uh, whatever it was, I was able to focus on that instead of all these other things that would physically – and and like I said, if you – one thing that I, I, I genuinely do feel like I had a physical weight that was removed from me um, on the field. I, I, maybe it was just like working out more or, or something, but I, I very much felt like uh, a lightness, and, and I was able to, to care and be a better football player because of you know, this openness with my team and myself.
0: Do you know who is an unsung man? Who was he? Fest, who? Festus and Gunsmoke. I don't, I don't know who that is. Did you ever watch Gunsmoke? Perhaps a long time ago. Remind
1: us who that is in the film. Well,
0: Festus was um, the sheriff, Dylan... Played Dylan. by James Arnaz. Yes, he had a sidekick named Festus, and Festus was an old grizzly cuss. And he rode a mule instead of a horse. But he always seemed to be in his cotton underwear. Seat. Yeah, he would never That's dream. Of, he
1: would never dream of either nylon pants, no. or butt pads. I think he, if, would, he wanted to feel like his his ass needed to feel the warmth of the horse. Otherwise, <laughs> it would be too sad. You know, you need like that kind of intimate connection. If you're going to have a real team. You need to fill you each gotta other's go, sweat.
0: You, you got to go Festus. You got to go Festus. Yeah.
1: All right. So what? So what are the ways? So there's all this homo, almost porn, near porn for like you, for me, and for all other um, football viewers, perhaps if we really were honest with ourselves. But we there's. As viewers, we're conditioned, we have all the cheerleaders. And then there's other, but there's other ways, right? There's got to be ways. So like there's all this homoeroticism, but you're supposed to be heteronormative, strong football man, hero, representative of your town and with all the right values, apparently. So what are what are the methodologies that that's like enforced, man? Is it like push-ups? Is it like, is it like...
0: What, 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 what let happened? Me, let me just say something. Yeah, I was born an andro- androgyne. Yes, I I've heard. I think so. I what was. happened to you? So, so, like, here, so here's the thing. I mean, so when I was a little boy, if you see pictures of me, yeah, I had I had I had very long hair. You would look better with long hair. Even now? Oh, yeah. You don't you like should... my, are you saying you don't like my hair? I think your hair is For a is man good. with no hair at all? That's a pretty bold well, thing to say. Why, that's, well, that's why. You're capable
1: of having long hair. So anyway, you had long hair.
0: I had long hair. As a young boy, my mom How was, long was it? Well, I don't know. It was not super long, because my dad was a you know pretty serious heteronormative dude. Yeah. But it was it was in the 70s, so yeah. it was kind of bushy and long. Oh, I was, so you, you were trying to... I was like seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old you were, at, were at you, yeah. But my mom said that many throughout the town would see me and say, what's your little girl's name? Oh, yeah. So you also were in the army, yeah. And so yeah. in the so in the army,
1: you were in West Point. So anyway, so you were so. But then for someone who wants a little fluidity, or thought maybe that'd be cool, or maybe you didn't, but you just wanted to em- embody some different, yeah, different models that are maybe you wanted to incorporate some non-traditionally yeah. male. Hetero, heteronormative male models. Why the fuck would you like join the football team and then West Point of all things?
0: So what you're saying is, uh, you know, until men—and this is probably true of women too—until men reach a certain age, there are all these options. Yeah. For for gender behavior. Yeah. But then, as we get into high school and college, for most of us, uh, those options narrow. So they were narrowed down. They were narrowed down. yeah you know, my, my dad in the '70s actually would require players to have their hair. Um, not longer than the back of their helmet. Again, um, the back, the back, <laughs> the
1: back hand, well, you're really the back in, of the helmet. Yeah, yeah. So did you help your dad with this important like endeavor? Did you carry around giant scissors? And like, if anyone's hair was a little longer than their helmet, you were like, I am a good son, dad. No, I will cut the hair. If anyone's
0: hair is longer. I did not, but I dreamed about being not a football player, but a square dancer. So I could do the dozy doe. We're, back to back
1: what about um, like what about like people's balls like in the locker room like were they shaven? No so no but no. now yours are shaven.
0: Well I didn't really want to get into that. I know you don't. <laughs> um, that is another story. So
1: we are not gonna go there
0: <laughs> Well you know as, as one evolves and as one um, tries to develop one sense of I don't know. Physical beauty. Yes. Maybe some grooming is called for from time to time below the the waist.
1: Right. So if if your hair is no longer long, then you may as well have shaven balls. Well, that's
0: one way to look at it. Exactly. That's one way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so um, in West Point. So so what, what I'm saying is that—, that We're going to move away from kinks balls uh, you know, and yours. I, 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 I played football, which meant I needed to lift weights. Yes. Um, I needed to have— You still do. You're very. Short, short you're you're a very strong man. I mean, football is a kind of laundry list mm-hmm. of norm, male normalcy, right? Yes. You're aggressive. You're strong. Yeah. You're, you lift weights. Yeah. Um, you go for the cheerleader, all that kind of stuff. Do you ever date cheer, a cheerleader? Of course. I, I dated cheerleaders almost exclusively um, in high school. Uh-huh. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I liked the cheerleaders. The cheerleader. Yes. Who well, didn't have butt pads and well, probably they, they, were dressed in cotton. Well, here's the thing about the Do they have cotton uniforms? I don't think so. How about butt pads? No. But, you know, they would wear, like, these, the skirts, and underneath they would wear just, like, kind of a a, a form of underwear. Covering their other underwear, right? But basically, they were just like showing their underwear all the time, right? To to the gazing male, yeah. Not that I was that gazing male. Did Um, your
1: cheerleader girlfriends um, like graze your balls with the back of their hands?
0: No, maybe with their pom pom. With their pom pom, maybe maybe I got a little like a, a sack tickle with the pom pom. That's nice. Maybe. I'm if not you saying were, I if did. If you were lucky. If I were lucky, the, the pom-pom sack took If worked. your hair wasn't too long and yeah. if your balls
1: had proper amount of hair on them.
0: These are all important things <laughs> to, to pay attention if to. Your,
1: if your balls weren't hairy enough, you would not have either a backhand graze on your balls or in certainly no cupping of your balls.
0: Here's Connor
2: there's this conflation between masculinity athletics and when you're playing a team sport, especially, um, you, you look to the guy next to you, you look to the girl next to you to, um, you know, you want them to be able to rely on you and you want them to trust you. And that's how you win games. That's how you, that's how you excel in a sport. And unfortunately, when, if you, if we have these perceptions about ourselves that, you know, um, I am weaker because I like guys. That's what society's told me. That is my entire reality. There's no other truths besides that. And when that's your mentality and you live in that, you, you don't want your teammates to know about that because you don't want them to not be able to trust you, not not be able to to um, allow you to, you know, excel in your sport because they're going to, you know, think that they have to accommodate you. And so for me in, in action, being out and, and having that lightness and, and stuff, it was it was just little things. It was, um you know having my my boyfriend at the time come to a football game and um you know a- after every single football game, everyone's girlfriends everyone's families they all run out on the field and give them a big hug and kiss, and no one th- no, no one looks twice and uh you know I finally had that the ability to do that i, I clearly uh, you know in high school and stuff i was I had girlfriends and um i I was able to experience that, but I was never able to experience that with a guy and Um, to finally have that moment where, uh, it was, it was pretty profound moment. It was the first, um, uh, college football game that my dad had ever been to, um, for me, my other brothers played too, but, uh, for my first college football game and seeing him walk out on the field with this beaming pride about him and then like in tow behind him was, you know, my boyfriend at the time and, and being able to just give him a kiss and like, it was another day was, you know, very liberating, um, and and also just you know it was exciting I've this is something that when I was younger I I, you know these are things of of your dreams these are things that you you only imagine but you you know for a fact that they could never happen and you know to be able to sit in that moment and live in it I still remember like the, the the lights beaming down on me I remember it was a little drizzly because it always is an organ I remember you know The music was blaring, and it was just such a surreal moment for me.
0: Why are there not options for the braiding of pubic hair? There should be. Like there are for the braiding of a beard, For the braiding of hair. I think we need to institute that now. Yeah. There's
1: so many options. How come there's not like, See, like when you go get a really good haircut or like, you know, perhaps that is a haircut that you can only do with your, whoever you are dating or married to.
0: because That is pretty intimate.
1: But like, why, you know, why shouldn't there be I'll, I'll tell, like, I'll you know, you, I'll like, tell you why. Why?
0: Well, you know, the story of Rapunzel, Rapunzel, I do. Rapunzel. What if you grew pubic hair so long, you could braid it and it would hang down to the ground, like a, a rope.
1: That would be good. And what if
0: insects started climbing up your rope That's pretty disturbing. Well, see, that's why you don't have long pubic hair.
1: Oh, so if you if you get if you it's an invitation. If you get to fleas, the subterranean world, if you get fleas or, or various kinds of STDs, yeah. like you know, like or giant crabs, exactly. perhaps they could. Um, well, no, if the hair is gone, there would be nowhere for them to live. Well, that's what I'm saying.
0: All right, so either hair, you need to go hairless. The hair hairless, rope
1: invites them. Right, so if you had a rope, it would invite them, like bring them up to live. <laughs> exactly. If you were a good man, it's basically saying to the crab, crawl up into you, my balls. If you were a little bit kinder, you would be inviting all those into insects into the home of your balls, the warmth of your balls.
0: I know. You call yourself an ecologist. (laughs) I should be doing that. You know, I want to see a, a, I want to see a pub rope. I need a pube rope. You need You're a right. Rope. I, I am not I the man that I should be. I bet had a pub rope. Eat. I bet he did. I bet it hung down under his <laughs> cotton underwear <laughs> yeah. and all sorts of <laughs> only cotton. All sorts of No nylons to, inv- to have up, up there.
1: Right, because the proper stench of the balls would invite all the insects exactly. to live there. Exactly. And
0: here we are with our nylon, yeah. our butt pads, butt pads, and our closely shaven pubic hair. Yeah. And we call ourselves environmentalists. Exactly. So here's can what so happened. We so much better. Here's what happened. West Point. I, I, I left high school and I went to West Point. I didn't stay very long. I I left pretty quickly because the military did not suit me. Why not? Well, I just felt that the military was kind of a, an intensification mm-hmm. of all of the sort of oppressive conventions I'd been facing in high school. So the butt pads were thicker. Oh, your whole body was covered in a butt pad. And the nylon you were was a walking like butt was armor. Pad. You were a walking butt pad. A walking butt You pad. were a walking butt pad. You were a body turned into a butt pad. With a machine gun. And with a machine gun. And you saw Festus frolicking over the horizon, but you could not get to him. And your hair was
1: was not even, was so far from being long, it was like buzzed. It was buzzed
0: buzz close. Yeah. You might as well have been, I looked like you almost. Exactly. And your, and your balls were still hairy though. Well, yeah, this was the 80s. Yeah. Yeah so here's what happened yeah um, one of the best moments of my life yes I decided to leave West Point yeah which is a huge decision yeah I mean it disappointed my father he ultimately supported me but yeah my whole community I was the first person ever to go to West Point in so the that's a big that honor town. so you huge were a man honor. so you were a hero you were a man I, I among the men gold, I was the golden boy the golden boy A man. the really golden boy
1: the, the golden boy whose and I, balls and worked. I was
0: recruited to play football at West Point yeah which also ran the wishbone formation the wishbone which I was the master of at the time so I had a golden wishbone in my front pocket at all times. That
1: was your like. That was your ID card.
0: Like, that was like your business ID card. card. Yeah, I, I am the golden. I have the golden yeah. wishbone. I could even buy booze. I could just show them the golden wishbone. I could buy anything I wanted. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then because they didn't want to be hit by my. Was butt there pad.
1: was there like a tiny butt pad on the back of your like business card? Like, and was it made out of nylon? Yeah,
0: I still have some nylon butt pads up in my attic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know what to do with them So you escaped So it was like The
0: butt pad is too heavy I I went I I got rid of the butt pad I went the way of Festus And then what happened? Well I I I went to school um, Up in the mountains of North Carolina Very hippie school Yeah and I grew my hair long and I lost a lot of weight and I started wearing very loose flowy thrift clothing out of uh, cotton made of cotton (laughs) exclusively and you know I I, I tried to I mean I stayed heterosexual that that was my inclination and it still is but yet just in terms of masculine behavior I I behaved in a more androgynous way so you were a little more fluid I'm a little more fluid and it felt good it felt felt creative it felt felt liberating Um, and I hung out with people who were more or into the kind of fluidity.
1: Were your balls, like, dancing a bit <laughs> and, like, perhaps singing, you know, that they were, like, liberated?
0: They were a bit jumping.
1: So that would, that would mean that they're... So, okay, if but, Tink Longshank's well, balls long- were,
0: like, totally symmetrical
1: and unmoving. <laughs> so, like, when the, when the butt pad is removed and the nylon is replaced, yeah. then do balls become less symmetrical because
0: they are jumping, like you know, in one direction or another from as yeah. they see fit, they become like Mexican jumping beans. They dance like David Byrne of the talking heads. <laughs> yes, they do. They, they hop around crazily. They do. That's what they do. Yes. And it felt good. They were yes. never not doing that. It was hard to sleep. It so was. Sometimes I have to put like a, a, a hot towel on them to calm them you down. You need to speak
1: to them so they can re- calm down and relax and get ready for the next day. So your
0: hair grew longer. Hair grew longer, and then I went to New York to to go to grad school. Yeah, and I continued those behaviors. Yes, and I was kind of on a path. Yes, to be a you know, kind of a cliche, but the New York artistic bohemian. Yeah, um, and who knows what would have happened? I'm, yeah, I'm not saying I would have changed sexual inclination. Yeah, but you know there was an openness to yes. my sense of manhood. But you, so, know, what, you right. know what? You know what I did. What happened? What do you think happened?
1: you saw a beautiful golden butt pad and you felt really nostalgic and guilt. And then you adorned it on your ass and then you got a very large one and you just crawled inside it and you hugged it. And then you were like, this is too scary for me because generations upon generations have been telling me to wear this golden butt pad and I embodied that. And like everyone expected me to be that. And now like, you know, my balls are moving in different directions and they scare me. I don't know what to do now because I'm used to having my balls in one place and now I know
0: not what to do. Were you following me around at that time? Because I you're was. exactly right. Yes. So here I was in New York City among a horde of festuses. Oh, yeah. That, we were, that's a lot and of we, festuses. And we were rocking. Yeah. But then you're right. I heard the call of the golden butt pad back yes. down in North Carolina. So I left New York and I met a woman who was a former cheerleader, a cheerleader, a former beauty queen. But
1: would, would she would she wear a butt pad? No butt pads.
0: Well, it, it, what's the female form of the butt pad? I wonder. I don't Perhaps know. Perhaps we can't shouldn't comment on that because that's out of our sphere of knowledge. The whalebone. Well, in the in Victorian age, that's certainly the case. Yes. Not the wishbone, but the whalebone. The whalebone and the wishbone. Could you make a girdle of wishbones? Perhaps you could. If this woman, if there was such a thing as a girdle of wishbones, this woman would have been wearing the yes. girdle of wishbones. The
1: expectations of what a woman's supposed to be like, the cheerleader. Mm. Yes.
0: And she was a beauty queen. She, she was indeed a beauty queen. Very beautiful woman, very much into camping and hiking. Yeah. Um, and I did fall in love with her. Yeah. And I started sort of moving back into butt paddom. So, so basically the long hair went away. I cut my hair. I started lifting weights again, exercising again. Any thought of shaving balls like would be terrible or having really long hair in the balls, like the braid for the roaches would be not acceptable. No no roach braid. No No, roach braid. None of that. The balls have to be still symmetrical. The muscles need to be larger. The muscles need to be larger. Were you becoming sort
1: of like, there's a lot of good food in New York, like great pizza and bagels. Were you getting a little chubby?
0: Perhaps No, no, no. I equated... I, I was very thin? thin. Super thin. I, I rarely ate. Yeah. I, I, I liked feeling oh, yeah. waifish.
1: Yeah, the thin, androgynous yeah, man, like exactly. Jesus. You yeah. had to go from one kind of hero to another. Yeah, I went from Zeus to Jesus. From Zeus to Jesus. <laughs> or from Thor. <laughs> from right. Thor to Jesus. You need a hero. You need something to aspire to. That's right. So I became Jesus, and then I became Thor again. And Jesus, of course, would never have a butt pad or wear nylon. Even if those things were invented
0: back then. Jesus didn't even wear cleats. Nor cleats. Jesus had flesh made of cotton. There you go. I think. I've heard that's true. (laughs)
1: Well. Anyway, so so then you marry the beauty queen. I marry
0: the beauty queen, and you know what she wanted? What? Turns out she didn't really want a Thor. Definitely didn't want a Festus. You know what she wanted? What did she want? She wanted a Paul Bunyan. Paul Bunyan, the great giant with the
1: giant blue ox. And the giant... Two headed axe. The two headed axe. Wearing
0: flannel shirts and suspenders and gigantic work boots and a toboggan. Oh, yeah. So there is no way. Which is kind of how you dress. It is. I am like a
1: mini Paul Bunyan. <laughs>
0: you are. You're Although a, bu- a bunyanette.
1: I am a bunyanette, but I'm not into him like chopping down the forest. But he did have a cool So ass. you say, and you don't even have a pub rope. Exactly. I need a pub rope. Yeah. I know. So, like,
0: exactly. I need a pub rope. Yeah. We all do. We all need pub ropes. We all do. Maybe you could, we could sell them like extensions. Yeah. And and well,
1: yes. And they could be used for different things. Like they can be used as like. Lassos? Perha- lassos, <laughs> perhaps writing in, in, implements. Yeah. You can put. They can like be like, you know, dip ink in them and then write letters. You can tickle people. Tickling. Yes. It'd be very nice. Yeah. You can um, use them to uh, like, instead of the back of your hand, to like tickle the
0: balls when you're of like, of Tink Longshank
1: and other like offensive linemen.
0: You could. You could train it to to have its own volition. Exactly. To move about. Like yes. the, like like those uh blue people in Avatar. Yes. They have tails. Yes. That can sort of connect yes. with the hair of other animals. So so <laughs> you were supposed to
1: be the giant Paul Bunyan. Yeah. With the big muscles and to grow huge with yeah. like non-shaven balls, but big muscles and tall and like hair just right. And like to have one companion beast. Perhaps that was Tink Longshank. Perhaps it was a blue ox. But then you shriveled a bit into like an emasculated, tinier version of Paul Bunyan. And your the ox, like that was your um, Tink Longshank, he just, you, you don't even contact him. He only lives as a memory in the back of your hand. And then
0: now, now what? This is why I fantasize about Longshank drawing pink ponies. Because here's what happened. what happened. Here's what I've learned. Yes. That if you deliberately try to be big Paul Bunyan with a big blue ox. Yes. And you're not inclined to be that way, really? Yes. You'll eventually become a tiny shriveled man with a little tiny anemic pink pony. Yes. And not a gigantic two-handed axe, but maybe, I don't know, a broken drumstick.
1: Curled up (laughs) inside um, a cocoon made of butt pads.
0: That's right. You're in your butt pad cocoon riding around your anemic pink pony with your broken drumstick. Belt! Belt!
1: Belt, a two-man memoir, is a podcast by Joel
0: Tauber and Eric Wilson. Dino Herman composed the music and did the sound design. For this episode, Wishbone, we interviewed Connor Murdens, the first active college football player to come out publicly about his bisexuality. Subscribe to Belt, a two-man memoir, and listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. And on our website, belt.live. Copyright Eric Wilson and Joel Tauber. All rights reserved.